What's up? Welcome back to Guitar Blah Blah, the daily podcast for people that can't seem to shut up about guitars and gear. If you just want to talk guitar and play guitar and listen to guitar all day long, then this is the podcast for you. This is also the podcast of AxesAndBlades.com, so go and check out Axes and Blades on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, wherever else you get your guitar content for more of that good stuff. We've got interviews, outrageous pictures of naughty guitar porn, articles, features, demos, all sorts of stuff on there. So go check that out. Now today I just want to do a quick introduction to a guitar builder that I like. I'm going to do a few more episodes like this where I just introduce the work of a really cool guitar builder that I like and admire that you might not know about. Because I think it's useful when you see a new builder out there to get a bit of an introduction into just really briefly without really going into detail. What's the idea behind each model? Why should I care about each model? You know, why are you not just building Strat copies or Les Paul copies? Why did you design it? And overall as a whole, what's kind of the goal of the guitar building and who plays your guitars and who likes your guitars? I think that's a cool first step towards getting to know a guitar builder. And you can do it in a really short way, in a really brief way, just to get a bit of an idea of who this guitar builder is, what their work is like. And then you can go check it out. So that's the idea of these get to know episodes. The idea is that you get to know a little bit about Luthier. And then if you think it's whatever, then whatever. I'm sorry you wasted your time listening to it. (laughs) But if you think it sounds really cool and and at least interesting as a guitar enthusiast, guitar player, whatever, and I hope that you do, then you can go elsewhere and check them out on their own channels. Check out the Guitar Builders website and find out more about them. And just to make it super easy, there will be following shortly after any of these episodes, including this one, a slightly more in-depth get-to-know article on axesandblades.com. So keep an eye out for that. Coming up in the next couple of days, there will be an article about each builder talking about who they are and their work and basically just going through each model and each design of theirs and the key points of what they do in a bit more detail than just this quick little introductory podcast. A disclaimer for this one. This guitar builder is Spanish. They are from Spain. I am not Spanish. I'm also stupid. That's a bad combination of things when you're going to try and pronounce Spanish words. Yes, I asked them how they are pronounced. Yes, I've heard them be pronounced. I still can't remember because I how you pronounce them because I refer you back to my comment now about being stupid you see so it's about combination when you try to do anything well no the, the second part makes everything hard they're not the being stupid N- not being spanish doesn't usually factor that much into my life i don't know whether it would be better to be stupid in spanish or stupid and not spanish i don't really know because that's personal preference the the best thing would be not to be stupid but that would take working on myself as a person and so we're not going to be doing that that's not our philosophy here don't get up early and go on a run and try and fix who you are it's not worth it just give up um you might feel better but you'll have sore legs it's a waste of time it's a low effort philosophy that we're running on here but anyway just go easy on me i will mispronounce everything it's not on purpose i'm just stupid and they literally told me how to say these things, and I can't remember. It's difficult. It would have taken a mild amount of effort, so give me a break. <laughs> so all I'm going to do is talk you through a little bit about this guitar builder today, 
a little bit about each of their models. And this guitar builder is a guitar builder I mentioned on one of the past recent episodes. It's Carlos Sabrafen. And if you want to look them up online, go by Sabrafen Luthier on Facebook and Instagram and on YouTube. So you can go look them up there if you're wanting more information. Now, Carlos has been building guitars for a long time. I believe it is about 25 years that he's been working as a guitar builder in different workshops and things. And for a lot of that time, he has been designing and developing his own models. Like a lot of guitar builders, uh, especially earlier on, he was building a lot of different kind of custom builds and that went in some different directions. For example, he did build something called the Bicephalus Bass, which is a double-necked bass that was then connected at the headstock. So you got the one body and the next, and then the next were shared a headstock that came together in a slightly ornate way, which is one of the more insane builds I have ever seen from anybody. Um, and so, you know, he's built a lot of interesting bases as a custom shop. And over time developed and tweaked a series of his own models that fulfill a really nice range of different niches for guitar players. And all of them have his own touches, a lot of interesting features. And all of them also have quite an interesting shared aesthetic. As custom as a custom guitar place, you can order a lot of different things. There are a lot of different options. You can have your guitars look a lot of different ways. But generally, his guitars have um, these kind of subtle oil finishes or these subtly aged oil finishes so you get this really interesting older look but it doesn't look like a relic guitar if you if you're picturing like a relic strat or something it doesn't look like that at all it's like uh you know the kind of aging you get on on parts like on chrome parts like pickup covers or something you get like that light aging where it just looks slightly weathered he does some finishes that look a little bit like that and then the finishes that are not aged uh range quite a lot but you tend to get these quite natural kind of earthy colors and kind of subtle bursts it tends to be quite subtle rather than crazy you know crazy insane purple burst on a burl top or something you know it tends to be these more subtle finishes that have these kind of earthy colors so that they kind of sit quite well with the aged natural oil finishes that's the kind of aesthetic look there and all of the guitar models do borrow from and kind of are inspired by as you would expect classic design these are kind of classic looking instruments they look to have touches of the vintage and classic about them but they are all unique designs they're not just copies of things which is always why i appreciate and over time he's really developed these so that they all have really interesting individual little features sometimes little surprising features and cool little touches so the thing that we touched on the other day in one of the past podcasts was the podcast on asymmetrical necks and we talked about how there is kind of a signature asymmetrical neck that come that can come on any of the sabrafen models so that's a cool thing that means that even the archtop models and the models that you might not expect to have an asymmetrical neck because that can be associated more with like the ergonomic design guitars today to have or can at least have if you want it to an asymmetrical neck very cool so let's go through the models so the first model that i played from then was the arnoia model the arnoia model and the arnoia um kind of has its roots in a telecaster but man it's not like any it's not like any telly you've ever played um the body has these much more accentuated curves which 
leads to a much more kind of out there eye-catching look than a standard tele but it's also very comfortable the way it curves around your body and sits against your stomach um when you're sitting or standing as a guitar it's very ergonomic in that way as well which is part of the reason it's made that way and they've kind of got these more expressive curves on the guitar so it really looks different um a lot of them will have that tele style kind of ashtray bridge but of course you don't need that you can often get tele style pickup loadouts in it or for example some tv jones or Filtertron style pickups will also be in the armwire sometimes so that goes well with the bodywoods and the overall things that have inspired the design that if you want a twangy kind of punchy guitar for blues and rock with bite that kind of has a workhorse guitar feel to it the Arnoy is there but one of the really interesting things about a lot of the Arnoy's you see is that on the neck pickup position instead of just having one lipstick pickup like a kind of telly loadout they'll have two lipstick pickups together and then a five-way switch that leads to some obviously interesting unique tone shaping options but it's also a really cool thing because you do get a lot of players even if you're not a player like this yourself you you probably have encountered this you get a lot of players who don't really like the neck pickup on its own on a telly um obviously you get a ton of players that do like it it's a good sound but the thing that people tend to say about it if they dislike it is it's a bit weak or um they like it when it's a middle position and you've got both pickups but going to the neck on its own it can feel like you've stripped back some of the power a little bit of the guitar especially if you've got a more powerful bridge pickup in there the cool thing about the double neck lipstick pickup is it kind of solves that problem but also adds these more tonal kind of tonally diverse options to it as well when you've got a five-way switch in there it's a really fun thing to play around with um this is not Carlos saying like I made the telly way better than Fender ever did or anything like that it's about building something which is actually different because we all know you can already get a great telly so what's the point and I just had a ton of fun playing it uh just playing around with the switching options and playing around with those sounds I really enjoyed it for some uh tapping work and some single note clean stuff as well I think it's because it got a bit of a fuller punchier sound with a bit more body to it than than maybe some uh, of those neck lipstick pickups but that's the Arnoia the next model I want to look at is the Marusha it's, it's spelled like Maruxa if you wanted to look at it it's with the necks um, and that's my attempt at pronouncing it so laugh at me Spanish speakers and that's fair enough because that's probably wrong but this is Sabrafed's very 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 elegant hollow body kind of archtop guitar and if you go and look them up online you'll see the amount of variations this comes it's a very customizable arch top guitar that goes in the finish work but that also goes in things like the control layouts a lot of the Marishas will have the instead of the standard tone controls they'll leave the top intact so that you've not got uh volume and tone pot sticking out of it and it just looks kind of yeah beautifully kept intact maybe just with a single neck humbucker pickup but then the tone and volume controls are these little controls that you roll underneath the wooden scratch plate so the wooden scratch plate is in the slightly elevated style and then just underneath you've got the volume and tone controls an innovative touch it it retains the aesthetic of the guitar in a better way because you don't have these 
pots sticking up out of the, out of the top of the guitar, which is a great thing for when you've got a, a beautifully hand carved, meticulously hand carved wooden top. You're not needing to to do that to it, which could, you know, it doesn't spoil the look, but it makes it look a different way than you might want. But also super comfortable for playing, like really easy to reach if you're doing any volume swells, you want to put the volume off or you want to roll the tone back. And obviously that's super useful if you've got a single pickup hollow body guitar. You can really use that tone control whilst you're still playing. Just hit it with a pinky finger or a ring finger of your picking hand. Super easy with them right under the scratch plate there. Um, and you don't even notice them. You can't even see them. So it's a really nice design feature that's very thoughtful on a lot of the Marusha models, um, which is really, really cool. A lot of work goes into those guitars. You know, they are these hand-carved top and back classic kind of hollow body archtop guitar things. So very, very cool, very, very work intensive, a real labor of love to bring one of those things to life to the standard that they do. And that's true, really, you could say of any archtop guitar, of course, that's really well made by skilled luthier. The thing that stands out for me about the Marusha is the fact that it is a genuinely customizable hollow body and when you go and look through the portfolio of, the, of just some of the ones they built for customers and what some of the ones they have available the variety is amazing like all the things you could do with it and it means that it suits guitar players of all sorts of different styles including those who might go well you know i don't play this as my as my standard guitar i've more been drawn to solid body guitars but now i'm starting to get into the archtop thing it's go check out the marisha to see what's really possible with an archtop and the next model I want to look at is the Katusha. Um, and this is a single cut guitar. It can come in a solid body or a semi-hollow body design where the semi-hollow has these kind of um, resonance chambers in it. And it also obviously gets you a nicer weight. So for example, if you go with a heavier wood, you can do the resonance chambers. Or if you like a heavy guitar, go solid body and there you go. It's quite a simple strip back guitar often in the way that the Katusha is designed but probably the main thing to point out about it is that it is a slightly shorter scale guitar it's quite a small body um, it's not big even with the solid body design it's not going to be that heavy and it has a slightly shorter 24 inch scale on it that leads to a playability that some find super comfortable and again feels different so it's really worth trying uh, it does not look like a Les Paul. When I say single cut, you're going to say it sounds like it's a Les Paul. It's not. It's got these accentuated, accentuated upper curves. The cutaway horn curves outwards more than it does round, which gives you really nice upper fret access. So it's got these aesthetic curves, which go with the Arnoia and go with the carved elements of the Marusha, and they all blend together into something which is clearly the same artist at work which is always cool when you see the same aesthetic we love that from any company you love it that fenders look like fenders and even as brings up something it looks like a minute ltd have their thing going that's a cool thing we always we always like that so it's a cool thing to see from an individual luthier when they have a an aesthetic a type of style that's really clear uh the katusha definitely carries that on as well but it's also practical like things with the curves being very ergonomic and comfortable against the body and you're getting a lot of upper fret access on the treble strings because of the way that the cutaway is done. So a very comfortable guitar, um, a real like rock and roll workhorse guitar, again in the vein of the Arnoia, that 
it's a it's a beautiful instrument it's got a lot of handwork in it it's got a huge amount of hours from a very skilled luthier but a lot of the time the loadouts are stripped back and simple if you know what you like it's there one katusha that's really interesting to go check out one example of this build uh is one that they did with a top that was so it had the carved resonance the the kind of carved away resonance chambers in the body and then the top was made out of a mix of mahogany and brazilian rosewood that was insane it's got this beautiful light to dark stripe across the body and then they have a matching headstock on it it's a really stunning example of sabrafen's kind of attention to detail and um beautiful but not crazy and ostentatious aesthetics on a guitar just letting the wood kind of speak for itself not doing anything crazy but just having really beautiful high quality elements that are put together on a nice simple comfortable really practical design it's a cool thing uh and the last model i point out is they have a model called the uoho which is uh named after it is the signature guitar of the guitarist for the super famous spanish rock band extremadura um they are absolutely beloved in spain big rock band if you go and find them online you'll see that they would be following and he has a signature model the guitarist one of the guitarists for this band has a signature model named after him with a sabre femme and it is it's a pointy horn guitar so you know vaguely reminiscent of an sg obviously but go and check out a couple of the builds for it because uh it's really different it's uh got a hollow body it's got a carved top it's got these kind of cutaway sound holes often along the sides uh there's an example which has a beautiful custom tailpiece with the sabrafen logo inlaid into it uh there are all sorts of beautiful beautiful examples with these uh really nicely carved again hand carved curly maple and flame maple tops on it it's a really gorgeous looking guitar there's an example that they've done they've done a couple actually with walnut so it's this kind of sg like shape but with a carved walnut body and then a walnut neck um spanish walnut really beautiful look to that the way that dark wood looks it's fantastic looking and then with some custom appointments and switching options that really open up the versatility of it as well as the fact that it has a unique sound already because it's hollow body guitar it's kind of a bigger slightly bigger on the f- like fatter curvier guitar than you might expect from saying like it's sg style uh so that makes it cool as well because it's got a different sound and different aesthetic that fits again with the whole range of cyberfan guitar so those are their main models that they do at Sabrafen Luthier. That's just a quick introduction to what those models are like. They're really worth checking out. So um, I got to know them and then I uh, started doing some work with them. Um, but I got to know them just me, just they were at a guitar show and I started playing some of the guitars. And the beautiful aesthetics drew me in. The fact that it was a consistent kind of artistic idea flying through the guitars, you could all tell they were made by the same movie. It was really cool. But then the appointments and the options on them showed the massive diversity and range of guitars that they really had something for pretty much everyone, which was which was awesome. Um, and then, yeah, you go online and you follow some of their builds and you see that those options actually go further and further and that 
they built some really stunning guitars with some really interesting unique little flourishes and details all over the place too so absolutely go check out Sam Raffin Luthier like I say you can find them on Facebook and Instagram um, it's been a pleasure to do some work with them and get to know their guitars even better because hey I mean when you listen to this you like guitars it's cool right spending your time talking about guitars and learning about guitars it's not a bad way to spend your time so that's the suggestion let's go check out Sabra Van Luthia like I say on axesandblades.com there will be a more in-depth or at least complimentary article to go along with this going through the different models and maybe talking a little bit more about um, some of the history behind them and things like that for Sabra Van Luthia and that will be appearing over the next week so keep an eye out for that we'll be having some more episodes like this where we talk about different models from different guitar builders i will also have some of the guitar builders on here so instead of just listening to me prattle on as if i actually know what's happening i'll have the people themselves actually tell you about it that would actually be useful wouldn't it um so we'll be doing some of that as well just so you can get to know some of the guitars that are out there um and get to know some of the insane crazy work that these ridiculously skilled people are doing and devoting their lives to making which is very very inspiring to hear about actually inspires me playing to hear about people dedicating themselves to their craft such as these guitar builders so you know i think that's an inspiring thing to hear about so we'll get some of them on we'll introduce some more awesome guitar builders uh but today go check out sab van luthier online and get to know more of their work and to finish off for today our song of the day Whatever you want to call it, every day on this podcast, we suggest a song or an album or an EP to go check out. And today, I'm suggesting that you go check out the track All Which Is Black from the band Avatar. Go check it out. The band Avatar, they're awesome if you don't know them. Awesome guitar work and there's really cool riffage. Something a bit heavier than some of the stuff I've been suggesting lately. And I'm really digging Avatar lately. And that's one of the tracks that particularly caught my eye. So go check that out check out axes and blades check out zabra van luthia play a bunch of guitar obviously stay safe stay well stay happy and i'll catch you tomorrow